turn it off now. No. I don't think so. You're not good. at all. I feel like it's relaxing. If anything, it's bringing the zen. Bringing, And that's what yeah. we're here for, too. Do you hear, I think you're, when you hold it down here, just more, more. Do you hear that? Look. More it's like this. upwards towards the shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Just let's try Tw- to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 toward the <laughs> shaft. If you a hand job, you'll hear it. <laughs> What's a good way to sit in this room? You look comfortable. I am. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you have your period. You can like know, lay like, on a I bed lay if you want. Down. Oh, guys, can we bring this podcast over <laughs> here? <laughs> like, feel free to lay down. You can Actually, you can switch mics with with Liz, and then you could have the longer mic so you can lay down. Oh yeah, good if idea. If you want to lay down. How you, how's oh that? yeah, I want to. I want to screw. Wait, over t- well, you ha- you. Ha- I don't know if your headphones will reach. They're That's not okay. gonna. Yeah. Let's see. Well, you could take your headphones off, I guess. Hey, how are you? <laughs> 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 so stressed right now. You guys. I'm just so what all do you know about kimchi? That it tastes good? But yeah, sometimes it tastes good, but... It's a natural pro... Well, not natural, but it's a probiotic, so it's going to help keep you... probiotic? Oh. You go with that, well, Steph. Kimchi. Steph's the doctor of the group. <laughs> Let me just take a stand. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a tight five on kimchi for us, Steph? Thank you so much. Yeah. Kimchi is a pickled... Right? Cabbage. Cabbage, yeah. yeah. A spicy pickled cabbage. Yeah, right. With like chili and chili garlic. Spice. Yeah. Do you think you smell like garlic when you eat kimchi? I actually don't. I feel like it smells really bad when you open the jar and your whole house smells like farts. But then once it goes <laughs> in your body, it, it like sets it totally neutral. Yeah. Steph walked in my house recently and was like, it smells really weird in here. And it's she's like, like, oh, there's an open kimchi thing. It's a giant fart smell. Oh, I know. That's why it Koreans permeates. are so hard to live with. Because <laughs> you're just like that nasty it's the kimchi smell. Yeah, but it's so good. It's really good for you. We have a nutritionist on our show often named Alyssa Goodman. Mm-hmm. And she is like a kimchi every day. She says cultured probiotic vegetables every day. Wow. So probiotic. You guys, let's take a kimchi cooking class. Yes. <gasps> you know who makes... There's this place called Dave's Korean that goes to all the farmers markets in LA, and that's like honestly, I think why I know a lot about yeah Korean food. You probably know more than I do. You should come to Dave's Korean farmers market vibe because it's so fun. It's delicious. What do you know about Korean food? I got uh, spicy pickles. I got garlicky mushrooms. Lotus root. Lotus root. We got burdock. Are you guys are like the healthiest (laughs) people I know? We're going to give just health tips to all, okay. my, all my listeners. That, that works. Right? That's. I mean, we try to, in our show, That's should so we say retrograde. what show, show we have? That's so retrograde. Yes. Yeah. You guys, I have Stephanie Sambari. <laughs> Simbari? Sambari. Simbari. Simba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Elizabeth Cott on my podcast from yes. That's So Retrograde Podcast. Were we recording all of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we were. That's a... That's the Just intro. Yeah, cool. I, I love, love that. that. Cold open. <laughs> <laughs> you do you love it or, or do you hate it? I love it. I love, I it. love loose. Oh, I'm I'm one of these loose girls, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's Keep why we're friends. Loose. Totally. Because I know you're loose, both of you. You well, venture into Korean territory. You're not afraid. We like loose vibes, but not loose pussies. No, look. <laughs> We like to be loose in all capacities, but also while keeping it tight. 
Exactly. Well so said. How, how does one keep it tight and loose at the same time? Do you just, are you like at nighttime you're tight and daytime you're loose? No, I think like there's a certain level of dialed inness one, one has to maintain. You got to be on a schedule. Yeah, gotta, but also <laughs> I meant more just like oh. <laughs> oneness with yourself. Right. And then you can, I'm getting a little metaphysical here, but then you can like go and like be free. So it's like you're dialed in with who you are and what you're about. And then it kind of gives you freedom you to live like, your life. Everybody totally. should just you can have fun because, you know, you've done the work in order to be in tune with yourself. You got to like masturbate, mm-hmm. you oh, know, yeah. meditate all the big M's. I can't recommend Masticate. getting a Yanni egg enough. Yeah, Steph, tell us about the Yanni egg. What's a Yanni egg? It's a crystal egg that you insert into your vagina for magical powers. What color is it? <laughs> it's well, it comes in different crystals, but the one that I had was green. It was jade green. You uh-huh. have it again. Sarah found it in her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think she actually really found it though. Steph shot, thought she left it at her friend's house. Did she really find it? I think it. Meant, I think she actually found it. <sighs> Wait. So you? How big is it? It's, it's like the size of a an egg. Yeah, like an egg. Not wow. as the size of a not f- as wide as not an as egg. Wide as that an egg. big? It's a little bit more narrow, but it's like the same height. Yeah. Wow. And size, like shape. So that joke was true. Yeah. Yeah. Last it's, night. It's true. Yeah, well you came you did our show last oh, night. Oh, thank you so much yeah. for having me on your show. Did you have fun? I had so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was a good one. It was a nice one to wrap up wrap up this year. I'm such a big fan of Eddie Peppertone. Holy fuck. Yeah, I never met Eddie before. He's so cool. Like Yeah. He just was like exactly the best <laughs> just like a sweet man yeah, yeah. who's just a ju- brilliant genius with mm-hmm. a grumpy facade yeah it's all but then an illusion he, yeah then he but gets off stage and he's nice heart. and you're like, like your whole act is fake he has like these no but it's not it's fucking brilliant <laughs> <laughs> childlike sparkly eyes yes. that you're just like wow totally and he was so honest he was like i thought this was gonna be like a piece of shit show because he just like hit me up off the internet and this is like beautiful and he's like and sarah's here and he it was just like good. right. Loving I it. think we were all surprised at like how big the show was. Like, no offense, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's hard to get people to come out on a Tuesday, a Monday, Monday. night. Was, there was a lot of people. You know, we've had, but we've also holidays, had, but you know, you know we yeah. do the show every other Monday. We have to switch. We've been doing first and third, but I forgot. I have to tell you that we have to switch to second and fourth because. I got to get the show off my moon cycle. Okay. It's you currently it. coinciding with the first day of my period every other week. And it, I can't have that. It's not fun. No, I told you last night. That's yeah. Just I got to move to second and fourth. <laughs> yeah. Change it. So yeah. We're changing it. Everybody so come to No Name Bar, 432 North Fairfax. Yeah. Yeah. On Re- Monday nights, every second and fourth. Yeah. yeah I think it. it's got to be the second come because anyone want to do it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we, you know, it's we've been doing this show two years but we started this past year doing it more regularly it used to be like a little bit more sporadic and but we've had nights I mean last night was a beautiful night it was packed and we've had a lot of those nights but we've also had nights where there's been like the night before the election was one of the darker times somebody was that when the girl yelled at me yeah yeah I got into a bar brawl (laughs) it's an interesting (gasps) space because you know it's a restaurant bar that's kind of annoying and cunty like it's like you you have to email them if you want to go and you can't just like 
walk in generally. But I like that about Wait, it. Right. You need a reservation? Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll oh my like if you God. call yeah. if you call <laughs> them, they're like, leave us a message and let us know how you got this number. Literally that's what it says in a British accent. <laughs> and you're just like, well, all right. You guys got me in because I was one of the performers. <laughs> yeah, you you never have to email again. You just walk up to the door and you go, I have performed here. <laughs> No. Yeah, but up. it's one of those places. So we were like, if we're going to do a show, let's have it be at, like the no, cuntiest place in LA. I brought like four people to the show last night. Awesome. I wonder how they got in, though. If no, they because on when the it's list. comedy night, we kind of made a decision like. Because we're lazy. We didn't want to put together like, a list. The list is annoying. Can you just let people in who say they're there for comedy? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Like that's too much fucking work. Yeah, taking reservations. Now it. you're like working in a box office for your own box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But that was such a fun night. Yeah. We're so happy you did the show. Yeah, it was awesome. I know. Thanks for putting me on the show. And shout out to Vanessa. Vanessa. Fucking yes, our manager. Uh-huh. For putting me in touch to do the show. So cute. Oh Barrios, my God. come on this mic and drop some fucking freestyles, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard her freestyles. She should be on Wildin' Out. It's so legit. Oh, my God. That's actually so funny. <laughs> Dude. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. I love that. So you guys also go to Korean spas. Yeah, we do. Fucking A. One of the I'm best things about Los Angeles. I'm always trying to tell people, come with me, and they think I'm weird. Like, East Coast, they're not hip with the Koreans like you guys are. Well, we're so lucky. Yeah. We're so blessed well, to have the wisdom. L.A. has the biggest Korean population in the country. Is that true? In all of North America. Yeah, because oh, wow. Korea is just like a, a pretty easy flight mm. to here. And so... And I don't know. They just all came here. Like, I get that. Like you got you the drive, right idea. You drive yeah. through Koreatown. You could drive around Koreatown for 15 minutes. It's a big Koreatown. It is. I know, and right? they have the yeah. Jubilee. Isn't that a Korean uh, fast food joint? And the only one in the United States is in Los Angeles. That's what Jubilee is. Yeah. I don't even I know what Jubilee is. It's, I've never been ever. there. It's a fast food. Apparently, they have famous for their chicken sandwiches but i could be totally off base with that esther and the gang should should take a we ride in the gang yeah oh, in the gang. <laughs> <laughs> in the yeah Close. um you got me too high <laughs> but apparently the son of the owner of the franchise oh was like i'm gonna open one one in la it's the only one in the united states jubilee oh it's a fast food restaurant yeah okay i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna look it up Jubilee review coming soon, people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally always wondered what that was. I can't believe that's they what it is. They have like a funny, they have funny names for their, and their signs for their sandwiches. Well, you know, the guy who owns Pinkberry is Korean. Mm. Oh. But he got in trouble. He like yelled at somebody or he like, he's like, uh, he had like a domestic violence case against him or something. Yeesh, too much Pinkberry. Oh, Jollibee, not Jubilee. Jollibee? Yeah. J-O-L-L-Y? J-O-L-L-I-B-E-E. B-E-E-E. Yeah. I'm going to turn this off. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Korean. It's in Koreatown, but it's Filipino multinational chain. I was like, you know what? A chain doesn't sound Korean. Yeah, you're like, like, that's not our vibe. Yeah. Or their vibe. How Korean are you? Keep working. You know, they're not going to sell their business to somebody. Right. They're fucking workaholics. And it's horrible. Like, you just... Put all this stress on yourself. Do you feel like you have a lot of guilt because you're just a stoner? Like, no. Like with I'm Koreans? like, I, I wish I would have became a stoner sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like beating myself up over that. Like right. I should have started <laughs> when I was 16 like you. <laughs> <laughs> then I would have had like, my shit together. 
Yeah, you're like you're 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 in the midst of figuring it out, like how to make it all work. Yeah. No, I mean I've been smoking for a while now, so what's yeah. a while? No, I'm just saying, like with a culture like that, it's like of course you're gonna smoke weed. Like get off my back, mom and dad. I don't want to work. I'm American. I want to move to California and just like chill. Yeah, how? but you know what? <laughs> Koreans think weed is like meth. That's right? so funny. But I need to like bring Red Band's girlfriend here and like convince them, like, hey, it's not <laughs> so bad. You're in LA. There's like does she speak dispensaries Korean? everywhere? Yeah, she speaks Korean. Oh, cool. That would be a fun vibe to bring in here. Like a flirty Korean girl who's a stoner <laughs> help you connect with your uncle <laughs> that's so funny how old were you esther when you smoked weed for the first time when 20, you first got 26 high? what i know i know how old were you when you got 15 high the first time? same so i you, told her that last night and she's like what i was like yeah high school nobody, maybe it was 14 nobody in my high school offered me weed but i was also a super religious girl mm. so but i was funny but I just like laughed so much. People were probably just like people made jokes about me being high all the time because I would laugh constantly. Right. And your laugh is such a high laugh. Yeah, That's totally. The and the stoners would just all laugh. Right. And the alcoholics would just hate me. <laughs> I love your laugh. You know? I think it's great. That's yeah, good. But Why? Alcoholics are the loudest, worst people in the world. Yeah. But they're angry when they're sober. Uh, true. Right. Right? They're off That's balance. A, mm-hmm. Yeah. They need that fix. Yeah, yeah. Their so, auras have been compromised. You guys are <laughs> yeah. super into mind, body, soul, <laughs> meditating, yeah. guided meditation. Do you do guided meditations? Yeah. I or do you do, do like often. do you do like the Tibetan? I kind of Tibetan at this point rings. I'm really like exploring. This is Elizabeth, by the way. I'm exploring kind of all all that space. I don't have a daily meditation practice, but I would mm-hmm. say I. I at this point, I'm doing something meditative every day. But for me, that's like mm. dance class or going on a walk and like putting my phone down and just like walking around my neighborhood for a little bit. Also, like I really love to fall asleep to a guided meditation, wake up to a guided meditation. So you um, you have headphones on when you're falling asleep to this or you have it on? I, have it, I just put it on my phone. Mm-hmm. And there's great ones on YouTube. I've been researching this for a while. Do you think to sleep near your phone? Yes. Definitely. But so, I do it but because... We all do it. The fact of the matter is, is I live alone. I'm not going to not have my phone by me. Right. Yeah. You know? Because we don't have a landline. Right. Yeah. We're just retarded millennials. What the exactly. fuck do we know? I kind of want to get a landline in my new house. I like that vibe. Me too. It's cool. It's like yeah. your Retro. close friends know where to find you and then everyone else won't bother you and you can just get work done and like... Yeah. Because it's yeah, stressful. Exactly. Stuff. Like, I think that's part of our our struggle as like the age group that we're in. And even just people that are older who've fallen into like the phone culture is like we are stressed because we're constantly receiving so much information from the outside and we never have just time. To and live we're in the communicating moment. with more people than we've ever. Yeah. Have. At one time in the past, people had like 30 friends and it's like you call them on your landline. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, and you're like you meet by. somebody new every day. And you could have a phone full of 5,000 contacts. So true. And you don't know half those people are if you didn't like keep in touch with them. Yeah. I'm so bad at keeping in touch. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At the KIT. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm beating myself up again. Yeah. Yeah, Why? What do you think the root of that is? Let's unpack it. Well, you know how like my uncle like barely said hi to you guys. Right. Like that just runs in my family. No, he was really friendly. Was he friendly? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's been living. He looked through me. 
he was like don't care <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, i know sorry, it's like sorry. it's like straight up rude do you encounter that in korean restaurants like rude waitstaff i'll be honest yes <laughs> yeah no i'm always saying that koreans need like a customer service they need class some bedside like, manner training. i think yeah. it's just like a very like straight like blank face with like no emotion on it and it's confusing what's the root of that you like i don't know what we're thinking what's yeah. the cultural root of that like is it abuse is it really yeah probably like so interesting what's with the like for instance it's very american to to make eye contact with someone on the street and smile yeah and i i noticed that in other cultures that isn't that so can you speak to that and like the korean side of things um i wonder why that is maybe i don't know we just maybe it's just my family no <laughs> it's, no it's all korean i mean even the way this place is set up it's like it's all streamlined it's just like how we spas like i open the fucking closet and there's like a printout of like instructions it's just very like stuck there with tape it's very like necessity over like luxury i feel like yeah definitely you know and that's why i love the pilot that you're gonna write about how you're a cool american girl who moves in with your uncle <laughs> there's aromas in the air and it's like totally people, no i already children started outside. bringing stuff in you know a manicurist I'm just like, in the back i'm like you, you need to upgrade everything this is all from like kmart and shit you yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I Nobody say shops for furniture in Kmart. I support the idea. You got to get like HGTV in here. Yeah, get like Chip that. and Joanna on it. Yeah. And like make some. Because that couple that this does house is makeovers. amazing. And I bet it's like $20 a month. It's like so far out of LA. $20 a month. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what totally. I mean? Like this is probably like under $2,000 a month for this house. And like in a different part of LA, this would be more expensive. A lot more. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. This is the place it's to a buy. Big house. Like you have property. You have a fucking front yard, a side yard. You've got like I know. So much and these kids, ne- lot. these kids the next door. <laughs> I love like a neighborhood where you hear kids having fun outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a joyful noise. It's good creative totally. energy. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the little girl next door, she must have been like three or four. She's like excuse me, we kicked our ball into your yard. And I was like, oh, go ahead and get it. And the little chubby boy like runs out to get the ball. And it was so cute. Cute. Like it's freaking adorable. Yeah. What does your family think of what you do? Are they like, huh? Well, I didn't tell my parents when I started stand up. Uh They found out through like my cousin. Okay. And what about your uncle? What about friendly McFenderson? Oh, my God. Well, you know, it's funny because all these Koreans, my uncle tells them like, oh, this is. This is my niece. She's a comedian. Right. And then so I'll have like random old Korean guys who don't know who I am. Like, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, we, you're just asking because my uncle told you I'm a comedian. <laughs> like, <laughs> They don't know anything. They don't even know what I'm saying. Right. Right. That's so hilarious. It's, it's um, you're a local celebrity. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you and the basketball players in Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> But one night they were like, they were like drinking and smoking cigarettes. So I thought it'd be cool if I pull out my joints and they all looked at me like, what? They should have smoked it. I wish they did. I was trying to convince them. And then there was this mom with like two 17 year old boys. Yeah. And at breakfast the next morning, her mo- their mom like scurried them away. Like as if I would be a bad influence on her sons. Oh my God. I mm. love this show. It's a great show. Shut up. You're like the weird artist niece who nobody talks to. <laughs> But everyone wants her autograph for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like all, both feared and revered. It's like it's like quiet times after 10 o'clock. And that's when I like start my night. Right. Everybody's like, good night. I'm like, see you tomorrow. And I like, go out and do comedy shows and stay out with you guys. Yeah. And, 
you know, come home at like three in the morning. They must think I'm like a whore or something. Yeah, you're. They think you're. They a definitely prostitute think that for because sure. there's like Jesus pictures everywhere too. Now let me ask you something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's nice that he lets you stay here. Yeah. You know, because you're such a whore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, family. <laughs> yeah. Care. Do you think they think I'm a whore? Definitely. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> then I would be bringing like I would bring clients here. Yeah. Yeah. There are enough room. I don't like that for the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Don't worry. filter that. Yeah, no. We don't need to be sex workers to make it. Yeah. No. Let's not perpetuate that idea. No, you don't have to. You know. You all. can have people buy you things on your Amazon list regardless of what you do. Your titties. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's power right there. That is power. You know what? Yeah. Isn't it crazy being a powerful woman? Yeah. Mm, I right? mean, like, I think I'm like, I, yeah, <laughs> I think that that is something that personally I'm like just realize like letting allowing myself freedom to own. Mm, agreed. That you're powerful. Yeah. 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 I'm like realizing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, you guys, I wish my sister had her shit together like you guys. I love that you think we have our That's shit together. Really nice. Like that is just the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Oh, you don't? No, like I guess we do now. Like I just never thought I would be someone that had my shit. You really together. you really leaned into it this year, my friend. It's you really been beautiful to watch. You really pushed me there. Yeah. I started a business when I was twenty five, so I really felt like I had to and was like really took like a much more like professional track. I worked in fashion and had like jobs for I was held like I was held accountable to other people's success. Like I had to help Uh huh. What did you do in that fashion? Forward. I worked for Rachel Zoe. Do you know who that is? Yeah. So um, she launched a, we like helped launch her website. She has a, a daily newsletter called the Zoe Report. So I was part of the team that created that and managed that. I was there for two years and I worked at CAA, which is a talent agency. Wow. Got fired from there after three months. For what? Sexual harassment. Yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually a really weird story. I can, I can brief it up, but um, I had this boss there who had like a hard out it was like a weekly hard out a certain time on Wednesdays and this was um when before Arnold Schwarzenegger's sex uh sorry it's okay I forgot this was before was Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh whole sex scandal happened uh-huh. and he was coming from like government work to back into like acting and that was like a very big deal like what he was going to do and like what that strategy was going to look like so there's a huge meeting with all the heads of the departments that went was supposed to be like I think his, the schedule was blocked out for like an hour or two and ended up literally being like a six hour thing and it was going into his heart out and I was like shoot should I let them know do I like how do I navigate the situation and I landed on the fact that I would not feel comfortable if I had dawned on me to go let him know what time it was and not done anything versus like done it and gotten in trouble. Right. Wow. You know what I mean? So I went and I, it's called buck slipping in, in the agency world where you like write a note and like just slip it to them. So I buck slipped him what time it was like in it to was, Arnold. No, to Arnold the, was in the, the meeting, but my boss was in the meeting and there was like 10 people in the room. And I just, some, I walked up there and like somebody was leaving as I was coming in. So it was like a really smooth, like in, in and out situation. I didn't definitely didn't interrupt anything. And then I got in so much trouble. I've never been yelled at like that in my life. Why? And then the next day I got called into HR and they were just like, you're fired. Sorry. 
And it was great because as, <laughs> as shitty as it is, like that was not the job for me. I was not supposed to be right. an agent. Like, and that's really yeah. the trajectory is like being an agent's assistant. Um, that's where, you know, you're kind of ultimately going to. And it was a really great, there's sometimes such a gift in doing exactly what you're not supposed to be doing because it mm. can really help propel you into where you're supposed to go. That's so true. Um, yeah. So, so kids, so the next time you get fired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're fired. So I yeah, had to kind of, cry. so I had to be like, did that whole professional thing for quite a while and then ended up starting my own business. So I had to, to button it but up. But you learn, you learn stuff along the way, Absolutely. don't you? Like every day. I used to sell pens. I learned a shitload of like, <laughs> need pens? Just, no. <laughs> weed pens? <laughs> no, there are people who sell weed pens now. Yeah. Maybe that's what I should get into. I really feel that Coo for you. Who in the gang weed pens? Cute. Definitely. <gasps> Love it. I want one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you do learn a lot of just like networking, how to keep in touch, follow up. Yeah. Like those three months, I learned how to maintain a schedule, like set appointments, really Hand, like handle emails like all these practical things that have helped me throughout my career thus far in a really solid way so it was all good but it was like it's always traumatizing getting fired I mean that's probably why I ho hopefully I'm never gonna work for someone in that capacity ever again yeah no I I got laid off in Philadelphia and I cried yeah I've cried yeah even when it's the worst job in the world because I had like, why are you rejecting me I had health insurance and uh, a company car ooh. and a gas card and a corporate credit card living and like Is this the my pen expenses sales? paid for a 401k for selling pens yeah what, the fuck? what kind of pen wait was this like you I were working at the office no 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 I was a rep I was no, like I'm a sales like, rep yeah 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 it like was Dunder um, Mifflin status. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that. They're paper. Yeah. But pens. Yeah. But pens. Cute. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't as dorky as they are. The, right. the way they portray it to You're be like, it right. was cool. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get that twisted. It's, a, it's an exaggeration because actually they were really cool. Like they would hire like improv actors. One time, like at a national sales meeting, they had like these two improv guys dress up as cheerleaders and then do a rah-rah, you know, like get everybody, get the energy up. That's hilarious. Right? And I remember talking to one of the cheerleader people and I was like, how did you get this gig? And they're like, well, we do improv comedy. And I was like, hilarious. Mm. Were you doing comedy at the time? No, I wasn't. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, and I, I had like snuck into like a couple improv shows mm -hmm. in college and they were like a packed house, like your show last night. <laughs> and Monday nights at Stone Age Bar. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. But um, then I discovered stand up. Right. You know? How old were you when you got yeah, into stand up? Was I was like 23. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Do you think, are, do you look back at that and are you like, wow, that was a bold little human I was? Yes, I do. Yeah. Because like, when you're like so young, you think you can do anything, you're just cocky. Yeah. Right? Well, you're like, I can do anything because I don't know what I am doing. So I yeah. may as well just try something else. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, I had, like, business cards, like, from day one. And I had a website from day one. Yes. Girl. And I remember thinking, like, these other comedians in Boston, like, looked at me like, this motherfucker has a fucking website. And she just started comedy a month ago. Yeah. But it just was my vision board. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. I love that. Maybe only two people clicked on it this whole year. But for me, that's like I'm laying out there. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was a mistake to make it public. But you had it dialed no, in. I made really. so many websites and erased them because like I would get like I would do it, have the bold stroke. And then I would get like really weird and self-conscious and be like, I don't want it's embarrassing. A website for what? For comedy. <gasps> like what? and I would like put my videos up. Well, not really like 
on my MySpace. I started mm-hmm. comedy when there was still the MySpace thing. Yeah, me too. And yeah, and I would like you would have videos on your MySpace of you like doing stand up. No, I didn't have videos. I did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I like took it all down because I had I had like a shame spiral one day. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this can't be in the world. <laughs> wow. Every time. It's wow. so vulnerable to like put yourself out there, but at the same time, like I don't think you really should until it's like good. But then how do you know it's good? Like it takes a certain amount of delusion to like start anything. Totally. Sure. I agree with that. That's why I asked about the boldness. Cause I think that like, I look back at all the big monumental choices I made in my life that were like really big. And I'm like, Holy shit. Who is that girl? Like she was bold. Like I think of even us That's like starting a podcast, like, wow. Like how did we even, who we're just like, do I think I yeah, am? Yeah. We're just like, we can do this. Being miss all. Let me it do a podcast. Really that yeah. it was just like, we just like dove in head first and without any attachment to any result and just, with not yeah like not really having a plan just being like being it was really just for us and like our own entertainment and the fact that like two we're, we just finished our 82nd episode wow and we have like this like whole crew of listeners who are just like engaging with us and super into what we're talking about and i'm just like i can't believe and we they give you great this. feedback totally yeah and they're supportive but i think that's like that's every like i've been thinking about that a lot about starting something like you have curiosity and it's like you should start everything that you that you feel like you should start Mm -hmm. and then whatever kind of sticks is like what's work it's like reciprocating to you that's what I realized like over so many years of like having an idea and not doing it or like erasing my website or whatever going back and forth you know it's like you have to just trust that like you plant a seed and like you have a plan because you you've seen the vision that's why you started it but you don't totally like know what the details are you just have to like keep doing it. Exactly. Yeah. With anything. I cut out that quote out of a magazine and put it on my vision board for next year. <laughs> Plant a seed and see what it can accomplish. Ooh, yeah. So you vision board? You did? I haven't vision boarded. Okay. But I decided to do one this year. We love Ooh, that. I like that. Do you vision board? We had, we have a craft group with some of our girlfriends. <gasps> yeah. And we oh. did a vision boarding <laughs> night and yeah. it was epic. It was so fun. Oh so good. Oh my God. Okay. Tell, tell us how you did it. What did you do? Okay. Well, First and foremost, it was birthed by the fact that I had been hoarding fashion magazines for so Elizabeth five years. And I had this guest on our podcast who is a clarity expert. Her name is Lisa Viscardi. And she like goes in your space and like tells you what's not flowing and like what you have too much of and what's disorganized. And she just like completely transforms. She's like a feng shui kind of. She's not rooted in feng shui. It's really like. It's like Marie right, well, Kondo. Well, I'm Asian. Can we call it feng shui? Sure. sure. It's, well, white, it's, like, it's, it's like, like it's white feng shui. It's white. Sure. It's yeah. white Marie Kondo. Yeah. So Marie Kondo's is very. If you know Marie Kondo, the art of tidying up, something like that. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like the whole idea is if it doesn't spark joy in your life, you have to get rid of it. And so uh, Lisa kind of takes like a little bit more of a practical approach to it because it's like sometimes that refrigerator doesn't spark joy in your life, but you need it. So like, yeah. really, we have to like be more so. Yeah, so we we are like, okay. Let's do a sketch where, like, <laughs> I go into your apartment, and I'm like, well, I pick out stuff that I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, this beautiful necklace is really destroying your life. It's from an ex-boyfriend, isn't it? I'm going to take it. And then I just put it on my head. That's hilarious. That's so good. I love that. That's so great. So this lady cleaned out all of Elizabeth's magazines. Like, she had these three shelves in her main, in her living room, and they were buckling. buckling. Like, they were going down all three of them because there were so many fucking magazines and Lisa took all of them off the shelves and they looked beautiful of them. And then we use those magazines as to vision board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many magazines were there? 
Oh my god, we still hundreds. have hundreds. It was literally they fit wow. an entire rolling suitcase up to the top. Yeah, we we keep them in a suitcase. No, so way. yeah, there's so, so many. I'm telling you, they were buckling three shelves, and the shelves are like. 12 feet long yeah it's crazy it was crazy so <laughs> we do. i grew up on glamour magazine yeah that's nice. where i get my self-esteem from cool <laughs> love like, that i remember like reading shit yeah. you know love yourself and be kind to yourself and it was so contradictory to everything i was hearing in my house wow. and at church wow so i was just like I guess I should just love myself. That's so amazing. You know, like Glamour magazine got me like Americanized faster. You should tell That's them that. That's powerful. I should tell Glamour that, right? Yeah, they yeah. should feature you. <laughs> they and it should be called How Glamour Made Me. By <laughs> 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 Esther Kuhn. Yeah. Be cool. That. Yeah. So for <laughs> you guys like Glamour? Totally. I used to buy magazines. We were actually just talking th- about this the other day. I was like, I used to have a dream of having a magazine as a kid. And she was like, me too. I was like, no way. I used to literally buy Glamour and Cosmo. And then like one, I would try to be like more smart, like National Geographic or New Yorker. I would try to Time be Time like, magazine. Yeah. I Time, read Time. Yeah. Totally. Um, and I would read them cover to cover. Like I was obsessed with magazines. Yeah. Oh my God. But now I have my yeah. phone. So yeah, I don't need it anymore. Um, <laughs> I, no, love, I love like, I love like the feeling The physical, of like flipping up the colored pages. pages and, like, yeah. Yeah, just the tactileness of it And then following, like, an article continued on page 536. Yeah, or, like, taking the quizzes with a pen. Or, like, the makeup samples. Oh, perfume. Perfume. Rub that on yourself. Yeah, fashion inspo to circle everything I wanted or, like, what... That's, like, a vision Were you on the yearbook staff? Uh, no. I didn't do clubs. I was too lazy. Oh, really? I scrapbooked on my own. Oh, (laughs) so you were cooler. I did yearbook and newspaper cool yeah. i think it's because i played sports so i like could only oh. end drama so it's like the clubs kind of fell to this i feel like clubs are the way to go in school it's way more Aren't chill they? yeah start a club guys yeah what kind of club i don't know i was in like musical and theater that yeah. was like its oh, own see, i should have done theater yeah i always looked at the theater kids like wow it's amazing what they do that's so, so cute i was like how do they memorize all that yeah yeah it is a lot but i was like in band and newspaper that's equally as impressive <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> we all did a lot when we were kids. They, right? had, they had us doing a lot of shit. It's like, that's the problem with having kids. When you have kids, you can't really work anymore. You, you're like, you're yeah. working to like bring them to their full-time job, which is school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a lot of my school. To their practices and games. And to their fullest lessons. potential. It's all on you. Yeah. Well, a lot of my cool hip friends are homeschooling their kids. Are they? Yeah. It's interesting. Well, probably because the fucking tuition here is so they out of hand. They don't even live in California. Oh. They live so in like, or yeah, one of them does. California and in Connecticut. Do you think they're doing a good job? Because sometimes I look at my friends and I'm like, I think you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. Like you're spoiling the shit out of your kids. Oh, God. Like you see that a lot, right? Yeah. Definitely. I don't I don't know that my friends are doing that, but it's so hard. Like some lady the other day was like in a store and her hyperactive son, she was like bribing him with a future cupcake. And I was just like, oh, you know you're not supposed to be doing that, but you're doing it because he's so much all the time that you have to like just te- like yeah be like if you don't behave, I'm not gonna give you a cupcake. It's like in that moment I might have caught her in something that she probably wouldn't necessarily even be proud of doing, but at the same time that's twenty four seven for her. So I played with the kid while she was paying. I was yeah. just like well, Oliver, what's your problem? <laughs> that's what I said to this kid. T- she should have tipped you. <laughs> she like should have because by, the, you end, cup by the end of the scene he's walking out of the store holding my hand. Oh my Literally, god! Literally, he was my best friend. Oh, I love that. He tried to kill Where me with you? imaginary poison cups and lightning bolts, and Where were you? he threw like wood in my throat. Um, at Dream, I went and got those 
those um cones what is that dream collective in silver lake oh yeah and i was looking for something for the secret santa the pignon cone yeah incense cone yeah, that's a really cool store wow incense yeah, of the it was west so wild. it was so crazy he was like holding my hand and then his mom was like she's not our blood relative you can't hang on her like that <laughs> <laughs> and i was sometimes like sometimes i feel like, I like okay it's cool. when i see little adopted asian girls yeah sometimes they look at me and i feel like they want to say like are you my mom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. I could do a sketch like that. Yeah. Right? Totally. You and then I and then the kid kids. likes me better than their white parents. Yeah. Then I file to adopt the kid. This sounds like a whole movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> really long sketch. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, and then we grow together. Okay, which one of you And then cut play to the five mom? years later and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she refines her other mom. Okay. So let's get back to the vision board, though, right, because I okay. think this is really helpful for people coming yeah. up. It's the new year, yeah. you know, so like what's something? How how do how, do you like light a candle and you put can music light a on? candle? You can you can put music on. You can get girlfriends together. You can do it solo. It's really just about and you can have fun with it. So Stephanie does something really cool where she makes like a little like vision board booklet. Yeah. Out of paper and kind of like folds it together like old school arts and crafts and makes oh. this great vision booklet. Whereas I have like a cork board. Like five by seven. Yeah, I've made two. I've made like a bigger one and then a little bit of a smaller And then I have one. a cork board that I painted all black uh-huh. so that it just kind of like looks. I don't so know, everything funkier. pops. Yeah. And you just go through the uh, a magazine, whatever, and just pull out whatever speaks to you. It doesn't have to be literal. It doesn't have to be like. Right. Like I put a know, grapefruit on mine just to symbolize yeah. eat healthy. Perfect. Love so like, that. for instance, I had like an oceanscape that represented like travel and being and seeing parts of the world. But yes. so it's just it doesn't have to be so literal. It can just really just evoke something and, that and you want to call in. And honestly, it's insane how how powerful these are. Just like it is so it's like, powerful. It's like, yeah. The power of having a conversation with someone and how that can that can provoke action. It's like having a conversation with yourself and like having proof of it. And then you reference it and are held yeah, accountable. Yeah. You're cementing your future into your subconscious mind. Mm. So when you do that, your conscious mind is just on autopilot. Mm. Whereas if you don't make a vision board for the new year, your conscious mind don't know where to go. It's just like, should we go here? Should we go there? And you're just easily tricked and you could be That's a great lured way to put into it. an alley and get into some bad shit yeah. that you didn't mean to Unless get into. Unless the alley is on your vision board. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think like, yes, make a vision board, of course, but that exact sentiment can be applied to, it's basically just about like contacting yourself and being and like- communicating with yourself. Yeah. And being like, what am I all about? And like, you know, when you, the, the reason why the magazine and vision boarding is kind of fun and inspired, I think is because- you don't know what's going to stick out to you until you see it. Yeah. And then that speaks to you. You're like, oh, I care about that. And it's like a good way to check in. But you can do that in other ways. Like we've been working with the moon cycles with our astrologer. And like we do new moon and full moon lists. So like the new moon is a good time to like release stuff. No, uh, moon manifest moon manifest. Do you have a moon calendar? No, but I actually am going to buy one. I saw I saw this really cool one at Dream Collective that I want to get. But same thing. It's like you're checking in with like how you feel and it's aligning with like the energies of like the cosmos basically. And so if you're constantly doing that, I feel like it so moves yeah, you along. You and how like does the moon, like when it's full... When it's half full. So when it's full moon, you you do a release list. In a yeah. new moon, you manifest list. Yeah. So Wait, in a full moon, you do a release list. Release. So what you want to let go of. So you know how sometimes around the full moon, people get real like weird and wiry and everyone's like full moon energy. Like, like so intense. Kind of. Yeah. And I think it's because everything gets so like 
heightened at that time. Yeah. And so it's powerful for you to like gather all the things inside of you that you realize are heightened and write them down. So, and then burn it. So you can, you're symbolically like letting go of the shit that's like overcoming you. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you take like a list and you take like maybe all the bad things that happened to you in 2016. Sure. Yeah. And like, okay, A, B and C happened. You know, I got evicted from my apartment. My credit score went down. I, my girlfriend broke up with me. Whatever. Wow, rough year. <laughs> 2016. Right? Damn. And then you take it and you write down those things. And are you alone when you do it? You can release those things, but I think it's more yeah. releasing. And that's cool, too. Like, if you want to just, like, put that behind you, burning like the them is a great way to do it. But releasing is, like, I really want to release my need to feel perfect all the time. Or... Oh, yeah. Like my insecurity about whatever. Yeah. Like beating myself up all the time. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. just things that things that might have led to those things, gnarly things happening. Yeah. Right. And also forgiving yourself for having those gnarly things. Right. And realize you can shift at any moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you hear forgiveness in the context of forgiving other people. Yeah. But fuck that. You need to forgive yourself. Yeah. Or else, totally. if you forgive yourself, I think you can forgive other people almost immediately. Oh my god! Because you're just open. Wow. That's like compassion. I never really thought to forgive myself. Yeah. Oh because yeah. The beating yourself up is so toxic and terrible, and it perpetuates and negative it, like, patterns. Holds me bad. Yeah, exactly. So much. Yeah. Wow, I'm putting that on my list, and then you burn the list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like for some moons, I've burned the same thing probably like three times. Totally. Because yeah. it's not like it's an immediate fix, but you're just like slowly but surely working your way through something that like keeps coming up. Because uh, especially when we're in our 30s, you know, it's like some patterns really are like really deep in there. You know, yeah. you accrue bad habits throughout your life. Not all bad habits, but some. No, for sure. Or like I like to release expectation a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's mm, that's a really that's good a good one, one because yeah. that's like can cause depression. Yeah, and comparison. Yes. Because mm -hmm. we're all unique. Yeah. We're totally. all different. Yeah. I mean, look at the three of us. We're so special. Yeah. <laughs> so on a half moon, you write so full moon and new moon. So a new moon is when there's no moon in the sky. Uh huh. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Clean Shut slate. Up. Oh, Manifestation wow. time. So do you look at the moon every day? I feel like I do. I notice it. it. Yeah. 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 I have a moment with it. I only notice it when people are like, look at the moon. And then I look. My mom told me recently that I've always been obsessed with the moon. Mm. She's like, when up. you were a kid, you were obsessed with the moon. And so was my father. And he's the one that came through in the. Right. We had You're a medium. You're a moon child. Yeah, I'm a moon child. Aw, cute. Yes. Come here, my moon child. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that would be your Indian name. Love that. Yes. We also had a medium come on our show. and uh -huh. I had an extra large come on my show. What's that? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> Get it? Like uh, medium, extra large. Oh my God. <laughs> a small. Classic coo joke. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this extra large and where yeah. can we meet him? So see. what does a medium do? I just thought I would share some funny things about so retrograde. Yeah. He like contacts the other side and like he's a psychic medium. Oh, he's a psychic. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. He's like so in touch with himself, right? In order to do that. <sighs> it's interesting. Next you question. Say that <laughs> a lot lately. I've been thinking about like how healers take care of themselves and it's really hard. Like, I think when you're holding space for all that different kind of shit, it's like 
extra crazy important to do what we're talking about. And I don't think that's a lot of them do because they are just like gifted. So they kind of like forget. They're just born with that clairvoyance. It probably yeah, but you have to protect it. You have to protect it. Yeah. And you also have to realize the p- impact that it has on other people. Like one big lesson out of because we we interact with so many people under like the guise of being a guru yeah and first of all you have to have a protective shield over yourself when anytime you're dealing with this because i not to discount anybody's calling and and you know what they're doing and in the space of like gurudom but like you can't just if some you can't just take everything for face value and if like you have to apply with what works for you out there who just want to fuck you like i had this woman (laughs) i had a woman woman tell me that like my my boyfriend and i weren't gonna be together and like this whole thing about how like this older man and she kept going back to it and i was like relax no and i was like let's do me now like, like it was so uncomfortable Whoa. and it was kind of icky and it was not using like your talent as you know i say that in quotes like whatever it is like you're doing like that's not a constructive use conversation your powers for good not use bad. your powers for good not evil like obviously but do you think she even had powers in the first place or she I was bullshitting she, she was, was high vibes she was high vibes she mm-hmm. was great i don't want to discount what she was doing but i think like you also have to be solid within yourself when you're receiving that information it's like being a doctor and you have to tell a family like hey he's not gonna make it like say it with some tact Exactly, bedside manner. Yeah, so that's not always true. I mean, our astrologer, she told us that... What's not true? Like, sometimes doctors say things that aren't true in the same way that these people do. And they fuck you up emotionally. Yeah. Like, Like, our astrologer said that Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. Yeah, And that was was a big, big fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, you know what? That's not what happened. Right. But she's like, they suggest they don't forget. But everybody thought Hillary was going to win. Well, everybody on the coasts. Right. Not everybody in the country at all. I like, mean, I think everyone in the middle of the country, not everyone, Trump was because win. I saw Hillary posters everywhere, even right. in the middle of the country. Right. There were well, there were only two options. It went Trump or Hillary. So. So there's a Mercury retrograde right now and they're doing the Electoral College recount. There is a chance that Hillary could be president. Yeah. Jesus. What if that would be fucking so dope if like on Wednesday we found out that like everything we just watched was not going to happen like with all the appointments he's making and all that shit and then we would find out that steve harvey is behind all of it (laughs) (laughs) did i say trump i meant it's like it's like a truman show reveal and you see the guy that's so funny we could only wish my god you guys also had a dentist a holistic dentist on your show yeah and I coconut oil pull for my teeth. Wonderful. Yeah. So I was happy to hear from like a professional dentist that that's what I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do it with the peppermint oil? No, that was something new that I learned. So I'm going to try it with the peppermint oil. Yeah. How long are you pulling for? 20 minutes. Oh, nice girl. That's pro status. Yeah. But it's just like, it's easy. You know, you just do it in the morning and you just. Do your listeners know what oil pulling is? No, I've never talked about oil pulling. I've been keeping this from them. Let them know. To prevent like cavities, they say coconut oil is so powerful and so potent and purifying that you just sort of swish coconut oil in your mouth for 20 minutes yeah and it's you like can work up to that it's a hard you know you, you i don't personally have to go full. can't go full you can also do like oh, really? almond oil sesame oil i think coconut coconut oil is is really the good. antibacterial and we love yeah. to put um like a peppermint essential oil in it to like 
fresh in your breath at the same time. Oh my god, I can't wait to it try it. It tastes like yeah. a mint oil. chocolate chip cookie. Oh, so I good. That. Yeah. And there's a lot of people with bad breath because I know I talk to a lot of people after shows and stuff and people don't realize. And like when I take a step back when I'm talking to you, that means you have bad breath. Yeah. And then they come closer, right? It's literally <laughs> my with biggest bad fear. Breath never know when they have bad breath. Bad That's breath is my a biggest big fear. fear. Well. That's Last night, Ember, I kept saying, I have bad breath because I ate steak tartare. No, you didn't have bad breath. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I no, didn't people who it. think they have bad breath never have bad breath. Right, because they're too conscious about it. Yeah. And then it's like the, the sleeper guys. I think I spend way too much mental energy on that curiosity. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Let yourself go. I, Let it yeah. go on a full moon. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I release the fear that, that I have bad Katie breath. Katy Perry's always paranoid of having bad breath, but I'm sure she has she is. great breath. Yeah. Great breath. I great, think great, that great breath and great breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Both. <laughs> sure she has great breath. So did you guys take a shit today? Hell yeah. Yeah, I did. What kind of mm. shit did first you take? First things first. Yeah, first things first. Yeah, Mine do that. was kind of a loose shit. Uh-huh. It Mine was, was a, a mellow one, and then I made my tonic, and then it... What's like the your, of it's like the best happened. kind of shit that you have. An like, easy one. What's like your MVP shit? MVP shit is a shit that comes out solid, but not too solid that it hurts. And like super coils. long. Like it came from like the top of your colon. And it coils. Wow. And it coils and it comes all and the way ta- out. And it tapers at the end? Or? No, it just fully falls out. <laughs> See, I, li- I like the tapered ones. Like yeah. I'll get a fucking magnifying glass and be like, what is in that tail? <laughs> <laughs> Is it attached to a string? Oh, my God. Did you poop today? Then I, like, go back. Then you, like, are reflective of your diet for the past 24 hours. You know know where you're at? It's like, when did the last time I had quinoa? Okay, we're we're up to speed. Yeah, Yeah. what are the, if this was Family Feud, top five (laughs) things that you see in poo? Kale. (laughs) What would be number one? Corn. Corn, for sure. Number two. Quinoa. No pun intended. Really? I don't see my quinoa. In my oh, poo. I see my I quinoa. I see some green vegetables sometimes. Like you do? Like leafy greens. And do you, corners of yeah. kale. Do you beat yourself up like I should have chewed that green vegetable harder? I had someone tell me, my, our colonic lady told me that I am not chewing enough. Like, Wait, you get colonics? Mm-hmm. I've never gotten one. What is it like? We have the person for you to go to. It's to get so it. amazing. Wait, you raise your butt in the air and they clean it? No. no. You, you lay on the, your back and they insert like a tube into your uh, anus and into your rectum a little bit. Does it hurt? No. No. It's not the most comfortable thing well, in the world. Do you guys do anal? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't. <laughs> Our assholes are intact. Okay. Very much so. So um, and then she just slowly, gently runs a warm stream of water into your uh, oh my god colon. everybody listening just got hard <laughs> and massages you and like gives you like different pressure points wait 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 warm water goes into your butthole yeah and where does it come out it goes then in a circle and then it goes out the tube into a thing and then you see your poo out the same by. tube it's a different tube there's two tubes up your butthole no there's one tube but it goes into d- two there's directions two valves yeah two valves oh okay and so, so then you can watch it come out. It's like out. restarting your car, the black and the white. I mean, the black and the red. Sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Our wheelhouse is exactly the same. We're like, if we don't know it, we're like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you watch brown shit come out. Oh, yeah. So then when the, the other valve opens, the poop goes like in and up and through this like how, area. How, catch all. How thick are yeah, these tubes? <laughs> are they like as thick as your headphone wire? The tubes? Or, or bigger? Whoa, no, thick. It's, like it's thick. 
Oh my god, it's humongous. Well, the but the thing that goes in your butt is more of like a like a spigot. Uh-huh. And it's like shaped so your butthole just like clenches and squeezes it. And then it oh, and then the bottom part is the open where the poo comes out. Oh my god. But so I was having like chunks of food come through on my colonic thing. They can and diagnose she like, a lot of stuff. She's like, it. you're not chewing. Like you're literally trying to digest whole oh, chunks of food. That's another thing. And that's why I, you have so much belly bloat. I chew forever. That's good. That's good. Like, I'm I always the last one to finish my food. And so at good. restaurants, people, waiters always take my plate away. And I'm like, stop, I'm not done. Right. I get mad. I have to tell everybody around me, like, I'm still eating. That's, That's a really good. good habit. Like, you should just count for as many teeth as you have. You should count that many. What is it, 24? I don't know how many teeth we have in our mouth. I don't know. I think 24. 48-ish. Wait. No, 48. 20, 24 <laughs> on top and 24 be, on bottom? No. How many on top? 24 total, right? What? One. No, you don't have, one, you have more than two, 12. Three, four. 24 four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 12, 13, 14. I have 14 teeth on the top. Oh, I counted 16 teeth. at the top. Oh, but I don't have any wisdom teeth. Do you? Mm-mm. Oh. I got mine taken out. Maybe I have 16. Me you too. never had wisdom teeth? No, I took, I got them all taken out. Oh, okay. Nice. They were fucked up. Yeah. There was like a solid like eight month period where I only was doing wisdom teeth material. <laughs> Elizabeth was like, "You're the go-to dentist, like, comic dentist, dentist jokes." Yeah, I told her I she needed to, to make a book. A comedian dentist. Shut up, that's hilarious. That's, I told Steph she should write a book for all dentist ra- waiting rooms. <laughs> yeah, well, See, my entrepreneurial mind <laughs> yeah. back then, I yeah. was like, "This is how you, this is what you, how you capitalize You're on." the market on Vicodin <laughs> jokes. <laughs> that is a good idea because he actually does the dentist circuit, like the dentist comedy circuit. Shut up. Because there's dental conventions. Sure, and he performs. Make some money in these dentist conventions. Yo, man, he makes a lot. I'm like, yo, have me open up as your receptionist. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> right? Here's the thing. When you fill out your forms, all right, <laughs> listen to me here. <laughs> and you put your husband's name. Make sure you put his husband's security number too, all right? Not just yours. Hilarious. No, I mean, I wanted, I was like nosy. I was like, I want to see what it's like to work behind the scenes at a dentist's office. Mm. Yeah. Well, I just need a job. Right. Uh, right. But all the comedians would come in and get a teeth cleaning That's and hit crazy. on all the hygienists. Naturally. And they had the worst teeth. I'm like, you can't be hitting on a hygienist yeah. with teeth like, like that. Like, go to a different doctor's office. Sorry, bro. Also, the most unsexy thing in the world is probably after cleaning someone's mouth. Yeah. Like, that's disgusting. It's gross. Can you imagine wanting to fuck somebody after you just clean their mouth out? There are a lot of a lot of hot hygienists. No, yeah, I'm saying, but for the from the hygienist point of view, like they're like, ew, you're gross. Your mouth is filled with black. Of course, the guy's gonna be into it, right? You know, she's. I know. I wonder how many scrape like layers of black off the back of your teeth. I never want to see you again. You know how they say like one out of five dentists recommend Trident or whatever. Yeah. What if there's like one out of five dental patients get a boner when the hygienist starts cleaning his teeth? I bet that's a real thing. It's probably four out of five. (laughs) Right? Four out of five male dental patients are hard the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what that statistic is. Now that we got cameras everywhere, we might find out. Yeah. On the next episode of Coup and the Gang. (laughs) So I'm so happy you guys are open about your poo. Pooing is my favorite thing Oh, we're so happy that you're happy about it. Some people get offended when I like ask them how their poo is. It's like a barometer of how uptight you are as a person right and you guys we're just all loose dude pooping is the the key to your fucking happiness happiness and wellness because 
you're not pooping, you're not eliminating toxins, and you're just holding on to so much shit, literally, literally and, and figuratively, it is really bad for your system. And also, not being able to talk about your poo, just, it's constricting. Like, what else are you not able to talk about? When you have sex with your girlfriend, do you guys not talk about sex, too? You know, like, people who are, like, super reserved about, right. like, these topics. Right. Right. Makes me get weirded out about them. I think it's a great point of connection. They act like they're not human. Yeah, we're all human. We all poop. Everyone should get a squatty potty, first of all. I need to get one. You need one one of those. I need to get one, too. I just use my stool that's next to mine. Sometimes I just, like, raise my knees in the air. I used to do this on the toilet. What's this, Steph? The first time I went to Korea, that's how how the bathrooms were. Yeah. When you go like this, when you lean forward in the toilet, you're, like, completely constricting your whole colon it's like when you kink a hose and so when you and then but when you go like this you like push it out perfectly speaking of colon have you guys seen colon quinn's new york story (laughs) on netflix (laughs) 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 no but i saw his live show is it the same thing i saw it like four years ago no, it's a new one. It's oh. it's the New York City, the New York story. He's Colin amazing. Quinn. Like, Colin Quinn is amazing. Yeah. Like the guy from SNL from the 90s? Yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. he's such an he's like underrated a, he's like a SNL one man star. Show like comic. they rated, like they put all the like SNL stars like in ranking order mm-hmm. of like how good they were over the years. And Colin Quinn was so low. I was like, what the fuck? They're so disrespectful to Colin. He was so funny. He's so classic. I, I remember that. in college, the first one night stand I had was with a guy named Colin Quinn and that's how I remembered his name because I, I did Colin Quinn came to our school to perform no it was, uh, be it was that a would guy. be amazing <laughs> well, we were like really young when he college was college guy but that's how I remembered his name because I always have to do word association to remember people's names because huh. I was like SNL guy right <laughs> and then he never called me again and it made me sad sad <laughs> oh. but I learned young did you yeah no you didn't you kept repeating that mistake <laughs> over and over and over again <laughs> until now. The thing about, like, guys don't realize, like, when you have a one-night stand with a guy, it doesn't mean you have one-night stands all the time. Totally. Right. He just caught you on your one-night stand wave. I mean, yeah. I still have one-night stands. Right, but it's different Yeah, and you can contact her like on Twitter at Steph Simbari if you'd like to have one a one-night stand. stand. <laughs> <laughs> one night she stand still has Simbari. one-night stands, folks. Submit my your booking to my uh, email address. I think a one-night stand <laughs> when you're a teenager is different than when you're 31. Well, yeah. You have a different grasp on reality. Totally. And your needs yeah, you just are, individual. Yeah, you just get better totally. at robbing the guy, let's be honest. Right. You yeah. know? Like, like when they're sleeping, taking everything from their wallet and going? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go in their file cabinets, take their tax forms, you know, shit like that. Like, sure. So I, I can steal his whole identity. Take a vial of their blood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a concern for the future. Like when when all this like DNA technology gets better. What if you do have a one night stand with somebody and they take a piece of your hair and then, and then I don't know what can they they can clone you from it. Where it seems expensive or they can like weave a child out of your one hair strand. You know, like eventually we're going to get world. there. Yeah. Like, totally. that's scary. Everybody <sighs> will just have to shave their heads and wax all of their bodies because anybody will be able to steal your identity. That's so scary. There's another show idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit heavier, but uh, we'll bring but the here, comedy. It's, it's a, it's a um, comic short. It'll be a zany comedy I'm glad about we that had girl who meeting. had to shave her head yeah, because today. the world yeah, it was, was good. This production Sorry. meeting. Well, thank you guys so this much for doing my yes. podcast. This was great. Thank you. You guys are the co-hosts of That's So Retrograde podcast where you guys talk about health, wellness, talk to mediums. Dicks. 
and oh we and just try to call in some dicks yeah we're manifesting for me yes yeah. you guys have and our friends you guys have great advice you know you always learn something from your podcast oh thank yes. you so you can follow elizabeth cott with a K O T T. That's why we get along Koo with a K. Yeah. Do you yeah. get along with people who have a last name starting with C? Not at all. Right? <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. We're so much cooler, aren't we? Yeah. Like we would have been sitting at the back of the bus. Further down cooler the alphabet. Yeah. Cooler with a K. Yeah, exactly. Like when you see like Cool Bubba Ice, do you know him? He's a comedian in New York. No. He spells it with a K. Cool. Oh, cool. Right? Just like the cigarettes. Exactly. Cool <laughs> cigarettes. Kool-Aid is way yeah. cooler than Capri Sun. So true. So real. What else is a dorky C? Car. <laughs> <laughs> Cantaloupe. Like kangaroos versus cats. Okay, true, true. Good, good. This Hello. is a good theory. A good I can get behind it. You know? Um, yeah. Christmas. Cardigans are lame. Christmas versus Kwanzaa. There you oh. go. Kwanzaa's pretty cool. Well, Christmas. Well, what is Kwanzaa? It's just, um, there's candles <laughs> and I don't actually know. What is Kwanzaa? It's like the black people Christmas. Yeah, but it's also kind of like Hanukkah too. It's like, I remember it from it's like African Christmas. It's for Drake. It's for it's like the, <laughs> it's for if you're half black, half Jewish. Drake is Canadian idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for Drake. <laughs> it's for like Drake's African grandfather. I'm sure I follow Drake side. on Instagram. He is celebrating Kwanzaa. Um, okay, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. Steph, where, where can we find you? Oh, on the internet? Yeah. Yes. At That's a Retrograde. And that's so retrograde.com. Oh, actually, it's so retrograde. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's so retrograde? No, no the, at the so retrograde. At so retrograde. Oh, at so retrograde. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm at Steph Simbari. I'm at Koo and the Gang. Yes. And Elizabeth Cott, K O T T. Do you yeah. think this was a good episode? Did yes. This was so much fun. Were we too high? No. Okay, cool. Were oh. we? You decide. Elizabeth, you're, you're not high. Let us know. I'm not on high. I think, but I did take a little CBD today. Ooh. Um, uh, what is CBD? Girl, uh, so a whole much. other episode. Oh <laughs> my god! Thank you guys so much. Thank Leave you. A review. Follow these girls; they're amazing. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. What a fun episode we had with Stephanie Sambari and Elizabeth Cott. Follow them at So Retrograde and you can listen to a bunch of their super fun episodes and go out to their show on the second and fourth Mondays at No Name Bar on Fairfax in Los Angeles. They always have a stellar lineup. Thank you, Stephanie and Liz, for doing my podcast and for coming over. Man, you guys, I am so pumped to make another vision board. In case there are some of you guys who thought it was like hokey pokey or whatever, you guys have no idea. I made my vision board a couple weeks ago and I booked a job and now I'm going to Los Angeles to work. Work, baby, work. Get the money. So I booked a job. I can't tell you about it right now, but I will let you guys know what it is once it comes out.
vote. Yay. So go me. Anyway, thank you so much for an amazing year for listening and for following me on Periscope and letting my guests know what the funny things were of the episodes and stuff. So what a fun year we had. And I can't wait to start the year off next year. Um, because next year is gonna be my golden year because my birthday is actually 217 and next year is the year 2017 so fireworks kablam I mean ain't no stopping me now if you would like to donate to get a quote-unquote personalized podcast filled with shout outs for yourself um what a great way to start the year and i decided i want to give back to a mental health organization because as you know i believe that mental health is something that we should all take seriously so i wanted to give a portion of the proceeds that i make um on this week's episode if you want your own shout outs on a personalized podcast a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the national alliance on mental health a.k.a. NAMI. I believe mental health is something that everybody should take care of. And I've been fortunate enough to been able to go to therapy. And I wanted to give back. So let me know. You can PayPal gang at gmail.com for your own personalized podcast. Wink, wink. Well, you guys, thank you so much for such a great year. I had so much fun recording this podcast I met so many great people and connected with people on a deeper level besides just saying, hey, how you doing in a green room? So I can't wait to record more episodes in 2017 of future comedians and guests that we'll have. And I'm so excited that you guys are on board and you guys download the episodes and listen. Thank you guys so much organize yourself for the new year i've been cleaning out my kitchen drawers and it feels oh so good you know when you go to vacation and you like open up the kitchen cabinets and everything is like pristine and everything's all in order and all of the glasses of this size are all over here and stuff like that well i decided to do that i spent christmas day just cleaning my kitchen because I just did it for myself and it feels so good. I'm just like, what am I doing with all this junk in the kitchen where it don't belong? You know, there were like batteries, used batteries and just hotel room keys and just junk that I didn't need taking up space in my kitchen drawers. So now I cleaned it all and now I have a space to put my mashed potato masher, my can opener, or I like to say can opener my chopsticks, all of that shit, all right? I cleared up all my space in my kitchen drawers and next I'm going to tackle the toiletries in my bathroom. Oh my God, isn't that the worst? When you go to somebody's house, if you need a panty liner, you look under their sink to see if they have an extra panty liner you could snag. Sometimes people just hoard toiletries and I know toiletries cost a lot of money all right a bottle of lotion a bottle of red a bottle of facial cleaner it costs 10 bucks and that shit adds up i know it i don't like it when i go to people's houses and they're like hoarding toiletries that you know are more than a year old 
You know, I feel like I'm in a vacation house now. I open my drawers and I'm like, I feel good. And I learned so much from Stephanie and Elizabeth today. And I'm going to learn how to forgive myself and stop beating myself up over shit that I don't have control over. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, follow Koo and the Gang on Twitter. Go to my website, www.fannykoo.com. Have your guys a happy new year. Uh, new year is like such a dumb holiday. <laughs> In that all the amateur drinkers come out and it becomes insane. So I don't blame you. Some years I just stay home and just organize my binders and shit. You know what I mean? Here's the thing that I learned reading Maria Menounos' book. She has a binder and I started doing the same thing where she uh, keeps all of her household bills and stuff. So you make a tab for TV, internet, telephone or cell phone, um, student loans, credit cards. What else is there? Medical bills, uh, screen actors bill, Friars Club bill. And so every month... Oh, I have one for my period. I have one for my contacts when I put a new contact in. So I like scribble everything down so I can keep track of when my next period is coming and when my credit card bills have been paid and all that. And it just helps me to stay on top of shit. I love doing that. All right, kids. Thank you guys so much. I will see you the next year. 